This is CX of M Radio, the voice of customer experience professionals. Welcome to another episode of the Tom and Bob Show, where each week we discuss best practices in the field of customer experience management. I'm Tom DeWitt, Director of CXM at MSU, and I'm joined by my co-host and partner in crime, Bob Keipel, Vice President of CX of M and retired Global CX Executive with General Motors. Without further ado, let's get this show on the road. Hi, and welcome to another episode of the Tom and Bob Show. I'm Tom DeWitt, and I'm joined by Bob Keipel. Great to see you, Bob. Good um, to be here. We're really happy uh, today. We have a special guest from the healthcare field, Mr. Alistair Meffin, who is a Vice President of Customer Experience at Definitive Healthcare. Welcome to the show, Alistair. Thank you, Tom, and thank you, Bob, for having me. Great to be on. It's good to have you. Why don't we just kick off um, for those of our listeners out there who have not heard of or are not familiar with Definitive Healthcare. Can you tell us what you guys do? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Definitive Healthcare is a uh, healthcare is a healthcare customer intelligence platform. So basically we consolidate all of the necessary information that sales or marketing or even a brand brand team at a pharmaceutical company would need in order to do their jobs. So from a, from a sales perspective, um, as they're prospecting and, and or in the midst of a deal, they may need to know, you know what are the particulars at uh, Mass General Hospital? What are their clinical met- metrics, financial metrics, and who are the specific contacts that I need to get a hold of in order to complete my deal? Uh, they can find all that information through, uh, through our platform. Uh, we also uh, do a consolidate a bunch of uh, claims information, both from the government, so CMS, uh, so Medicare claims. Uh, and then um, your listeners may not know, but uh, you can actually purchase uh, commercial claims um, through the clearinghouses that exist out there. They're obviously de-identified. We can't tell, you know, this is Bob or Tom's particular claim, but uh, we can start to build out the universe uh, from that perspective as well. So very important for large pharmaceutical, large med device companies um, as they're trying to figure out where to, where, where to go next or which, uh, which customers to target specifically. And so in your, in, the, in your case of your business, do you find that you're sort of adding on to the functions that they have or do they kind of use you as a way of maybe uh, reducing their own need for internal staff for some of these functions? No, so we're definitely we're definitely an ad. Um, you know, we we work with them to specifically speed up their time. You know, time to close, right? So we want to work with a sales team, uh, bring that from 120 to 90 day close, um, and by leveraging our data, they can they can actually do that. Um, you know, from a marketing standpoint, building out the top of that funnel, uh, making sure that uh, you have an, enough leads coming in at the top to uh, to then come out the bottom, and you're going to have better qualified leads uh, by leveraging our data because they can actually figure out who is their ideal customer profile. So we, we definitely won't reduce uh, the number, the need for those sales or marketers to, uh, to exist in your organization, uh, but we will definitely make them more efficient at their, uh, at their job for sure. So are these, these vendors are, are these vendors that are trying to sell their products or services to healthcare systems? 
That's exactly it. Yeah. So it's anybody, anybody and anything that you're selling into healthcare, you can be leveraging our data. So we, we range from the largest uh, med device pharmaceutical companies uh, like Boston Scientific um, all the way to food vendors like Gordon Food Service. Uh, leverage our data in order to um, to sell into healthcare. Interesting. So now that we have a better idea of what Definitive Healthcare does, um, as a vice president of customer experience at Definitive Healthcare, what's the primary role of the customer experience function there? Yeah. So the the customer experience function is made up of uh, a few separate teams. Um, we have our customer success managers. Uh, we have a support team. We have our training team, integration, uh, onboarding, and onboarding teams. And you know, really, the sole purpose of the team is to drive customer value. Uh, we want to understand what the uh, to borrow from Lincoln Murphy. What are the uh, desired outcomes of our uh, of our customers, and then driving the appropriate um, experience and to get to that. So. Uh, our team is, is really, really focused on the value side. Um, I partner very closely uh, with our account management team um, and they're in charge of the business side. So they do all the renewals and all the upsell, cross-sell um, side of the business. So my team does not have to worry about, uh, doesn't have to worry specifically about quota, though hitting the number is pretty important. <laughs> so is it mainly it mainly about successful use of of, of- your product and, and getting, getting yeah. the value out of it. Yeah. Adoption. Um, how do we, you know, how do we drive um, additional, additional use cases uh, into, into the customer? Our, our CSMs are, are really focused on uncovering um, use cases that the customer may not even thought mm-hmm. of uh, leveraging our data for. So, you know, we've done this now. Uh, we've got uh, about 2,600 customers now. Uh, nationwide, and you know, so we we can pull really from that experience and uh, and help our customers uncover additional value. So, so very closely related to this, um, what are the present goals of your CX function at Definitive Healthcare? I mean, when you go to work today every day, um, what are the things you're overarching? You're really trying to hit. Yeah. So, I mean, as a we as a function, we roll up. Um, underneath our sales, our, our chief revenue officer ultimately um, is where we roll up to. So, you know, we we do need to worry about the number um, renewal renewal percentages and, and churn is really what we're focused on. Let's reduce the churn as much as we can, um, and then um, additionally find uh, more uh, upsell opportunities across the uh, across the customer base. The other big piece is, is really driving user uh, adoption, right? User activity. How do we make sure that we're taking users that are that are inactive and making them active, but then taking users that are, uh, are already active and making them more active? Um, and in fact, we've just launched, uh, we, we launched earlier this year, our digital experience team. Um, it's a spin out um, from, from the CX organization. Uh, and they're really ultimately concerned with in-app activity. How do I meet the user um, where they are? And so we're starting to work into that digital side and, and how do we do a, a more scaled touch um, with our users rather than trying to do one-offs. 
Do you use examples to sort of encourage customers, like by showing them maybe what a different customer did, like as a way of just showing how great this is and what Absolutely. the possibilities are? Yeah, so we definitely leverage um, pre previous projects and, and previous experience. Um, you know, we, we obviously won't tell the new customer who the old customer was or et cetera, but uh, we will definitely pull from past uh, projects to, to figure out how best this new customer could leverage our information. Um, we do benchmarking um, against each other. So we know what good looks like. Uh, and we can then show that to our customers and say, okay, here's, here's the 10 customers that are like you, here's where you are. And, and then here's where they're at. Um, and so we, we sort of, we can drive behavior that way as well. So what, what additional steps are you taking to, to accomplish the customer experience management goals that, that you've, uh, shared with us? Yeah. So we're starting, uh, so we, we've been really focused uh, this year on the customer journey um, and making sure that we're, uh, we, we understand where a customer is, that we're meeting a customer right where they're supposed to be. So for example, we, we spent a ton of time working on the first 90 days. We, we have, our data has shown that if a customer comes out successfully after their initial 90 days, uh, the likelihood that they renew uh, doubles. So um, it's a it's a great it was sort of a pressure test, and and we were finding that we were just not having enough customers coming out of what we call we call blue our, our first 90 days we call them blue, um, and them folding into either a yellow or a green status coming out of onboarding. We had it was too high a percentage of customers going into red. Um, so we had to buckle down on that. Um, and we found that we basically flipped the script um, in our first uh, 90 days. First, actually, uh, we've now rolled out, we're five months in um, to, the new, to the latest uh, onboarding program. Um, and we've already, we're seeing wonderful results from that. So that's, um, that's really good news. That's where, we're, that's where we started um, really this year. And now we're working on the next, what's the next 270 look like? Um, you know, how do we make sure that we're kicking off that next contract year correctly, making sure that we're aligning on their goals? Um, cause every year, a lot of companies goals change. I know ours will change from a team perspective in 22. Um, and we just want to make sure that we're, we're aligning properly with our customers needs. So you, you talked about okay. the 90 day. Oh, go ahead, Tom. I'm sorry. No, I, I was just curious. You brought up yellow and green status. Mm -hmm. Could you describe a little bit about Yeah. What, what those mean? That, that's really yeah, so we, we leverage a platform called Churn Zero, uh, which is a, a customer success platform. Uh, your listeners may also be familiar with a company called Gainsight or, or Client Success as, as other platforms. But um, And so we've built uh, a health score, customer health score. And uh, depending on where they fall on their health score, they come out, you know, green, yellow, or red. Uh, and our team will know where to uh, where to spend their time. Obviously, we want to get reds to yellow and yellows to green and uh, keep them that way. So I want to follow up a little bit about the challenges you're facing. And you mentioned the 90 day, you know, the key time with customers. Um, and I know there's a uh, time commitment involved to, you know, sort of learn and get on, get up the learning curve and, you know, really understand what benefits you can get and that sort of thing. What are the greatest challenges, you know, as you are sort of working with those 90 day people uh, in attempting to accomplish your customer experience management goals? And so, you know, how do you go about 
dealing with that? Yeah, good question. Um, you know, I think the the biggest challenge that any company will face and that we, we, we faced at the early on is making sure that the information that is gathered during the pre-sales process um, is captured and, and passed along, right? That your every sales team builds up a, a pretty strong bank of trust with their prospects. That's why they purchase. Um, and we want to make sure that all that trust that our sales team has built gets passed along to the, to the customer experience, uh, to the CSM and the account executive that will eventually own that account. Uh, and we found that the, the handoff process and is one of the most important pieces of any relationship. Um, if that goes poorly, the relationship is probably not going to, to get off the ground well. Um, I think the second uh, big challenge that we face is the expectations um, from the customer around how to leverage our platform. Um, we're a very, our platform is really in depth uh, and, and you can get, you can go down a pretty good rabbit hole um, if you start going, going down places. So making sure that they understand where, um, where to find the information and how to quickly to get there rather than trying to kind of take it down themselves. We found that when working with customers that will work with our CSM and really lay out with them, what are their goals? What, what data is most important to them? What does that ideal customer profile look like for them? That ultimately we can really partner with that to find, a, to find the path forward. So you brought up during the sales process, um, information collection, what kind of, what kind of questions are your salespeople asking and, and how, how can that information be leveraged to create a more successful customer relationship? Yeah, more so effective customer experience. Yeah, the the good uh, we we really want to dig in on on the why, right? Well, why are you looking to definitive today, um, and what were you doing before? So you know, we get, a lot of our new customers um, we're using Google, right? They're they're out there wow. trying to pick up their customers and and doing all these searches, um, or they're using list you know just straight list vendors um, to get the data. And so, you know, that's a pretty easy understanding. Okay, you're now coming in to actually have a platform that refreshes, you know, definitive. We have a team, our, our research team does anywhere from nine to, to 12,000 calls a week um, verifying our data. And so, you know, we're making sure that it's as fresh as, as we can make it. So that's an easy use case um, and, and understanding the, the why. But then, under, then get digging into what's important to them. Like, how do they, uh, when they're talking to their own prospects, what information do they want to make sure that they have at their fingertips in order to show that they understand the pro their prospects problem, right? So if I can walk in, if I could walk into one of our customers and say, okay, uh, you, I see that, uh, you know, your CEO is uh, looking to increase your sales by 20% next year. What if I could tell you that I could take your set your time to close from 85 to 70 days? What does that savings to you mean? Um, and so, you know, those are the types of conversations that our sales folks are having um, with, with our prospects and then making sure that they've got the right data. You know, sometimes customers think that their, um, their, their ideal profile is actually in uh, is selling to the physicians um, for example, but they may, 
benefit from, uh, from our physician group's data rather than buying the, the PG data because the physician group's data will give them better uh, financial metrics uh, around how those uh, PGs may be operating. So it's, it's really making sure that you understand the ask and the why from the customer or prospect in this case uh, before, um, before moving forward. That's really intense. I mean, you know, this is a complicated field. First of all, you know, there's so many different things and aspects to the business. Like you said, groups of physicians versus physicians or whatever. Um, That handoff of sort of figuring out what your client needs and then the the new person that doesn't know them in your company (laughs) needs to get up Mm -hmm. to speed. There's that little gap there that's so critical. Um, how do you, uh, you, you've talked about it a little bit, but do you have like regular meetings to make sure people are in sync or just check on how you're doing in terms of meeting the client expectations? Yeah. Good. Yeah. So we, um, we meet, so we do a kickoff call. Um, we do, a, we do an internal call first um, with, between the, the pre-sales team and our uh, CSM and account executive um, who will be getting the account to make sure that they, that they're aligned. Uh, then we do the kickoff call with the customer and we run through, you know, what are, here are your priorities as we understand them. Let's make sure that we, we, Mr. Customer and, and sales folks, we're all aligned on, on what that looks like. Uh, and then we work to meet with them at the 45 day mark, make sure that we're still progressing uh, along the way. We want to do another meeting at 90 days um, to, as we get off, as we're about to make that break into what we consider the uh, onboarding phase and into their more of their uh, additional journey. Uh, and then we target around 180. We try to do about a quarterly check-in uh, with our customers. Uh, we uh, are moving uh, towards executive business reviews, uh, but we have not rolled those out yet. Um, for we're, we're making sure that those reviews are of value. Um, I think the most important thing for any customer is making sure that there, that there's a there's value to them in meeting with you. Yeah. I was going to ask you, do they, do they blow off the meetings? Cause I think people would think, Oh, I know what I'm doing. You know? I'm yeah. I, it, it will really depend um, on the customer. If you're, if the customer success manager is doing their job and has it been effective with that particular client, hundred percent, they're getting on the next call. They, they have the value um, and they can continue to drive to those specific goals or, or use cases. Um, it's the it's sort of taking that conversation up a level, um, and you know we typically work a lot with the management um, or director level um, as we're doing our rollouts. Um, but how do we elevate? How do you how do you get to that C level or that VP's C level? Uh, and really, it's driving what? Why did why should they get on the call? Right? What? Why is the CEO? Why is it worth half an hour of that CEO's time? Um, but it understanding what they're what they're driving for, right? CEO's sole responsibility is uh, either stock price or uh, or or reporting to the board on how on how they're performing, right? How the company is performing. So how do we give that uh, CEO the additional ammunition that they need going into their next board meeting? So it's a, that's really what we're driving at with our customer experience team and to make sure that they know what are the core uh, areas that their, their persona that they're talking to focuses on, right? It's that business acumen 
uh, and making sure that uh, that exists. Now I know it's this is a little off topic, um, but I know um, software user groups are often a vehicle in the software industry um, to improve the customer experience. Is is that something that you guys are in tune to and, and practice, or is there too much competition going on between your your customers to facilitate something like yeah, that? Yeah, it's a good yeah. So we actually just had our first uh, user conference. Uh, and, uh, just two weeks ago, it was, uh, it was a great experience. We had uh, almost, we had a thousand attendees, uh, virtual of course. Um, and, um, it was interesting. My team really drove, uh, the content, uh, for, uh, for the conference. And we definitely had a couple of customers who we said, Hey, it'd be great if you could tell your story. Um, you know, you're, Killing, killing it in the product. And we've really helped to drive additional value for you all. And we got, no, we can't. It's uh, our <laughs> general counsel has said no. Uh, and um, because we know who's going to be in the audience. So. Interesting. Totally yeah, interesting. yeah, 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 yeah. That's fascinating. That means you're on to something though. It means you got a good product there. Yeah, no, we're looking forward to the, we, we did, we've gotten a lot of questions about when we're doing our in-person. So. Uh, which will be good. I'm I'm really excited. Uh, I got to do my first in-person conference in a year and a half, uh, about a month and a half ago, and I got another one in August. So that's uh, super exciting. <laughs> wow. Well, this has been really interesting, Alistair. I, I I'm glad we got to know um, your business better, and 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 also about the customer experience function within Definitive Healthcare. Thanks so much for joining us. Absolutely. Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. And listeners, uh, thanks for thanks for being here today. Whether your visit was intentional or unintentional, we're glad you were here. <laughs> Look forward to seeing you again next week. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Tom and Bob Show. If you enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends and share it on LinkedIn and Twitter. If you have any ideas or suggestions for future podcasts, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. After all, you're our customer. Thanks for joining us for this session of CX of M Radio. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit cxofm.org for more resources.